Welcome to a dose of football. This is my on the spot. This is my solo podcast where I give my thoughts, opinions, reactions, or something along those lines with something going on in the world of football. Today we're going to be talking about a bunch of mini things rather than one big topic. So first of all, congratulations to Lionel Messi, who's won his first international trophy, major international trophy with Argentina, as they beat our uh, Brazil one nil in the Copa America. And I think. You know, it, the fact that it happened on the same day Ronaldo won his fage, first major trophy in 2016, the Euro uh, European Championship, I think it's poetic. A 7-10, 10-7, whichever format you go with, you know, I think it's poetic that they both, and I'm glad that they both have won at least one major international trophy in their careers. You know, it's the one thing missing from both their trophy cabinets, and they finally got it. So, speaking of Lionel Messi, apparently he is set to renew his contract at Barcelona in the next coming days, according to Fabrizio Romano, who says that, you know, it, it seems that after Barcelona managed and fixed their wage issue that they have, their, they have the highest wage bill in world football. So after they, you know, reduced their wage bill enough to meet La Liga, you know, rules or whatever. So then it stands that Messi will be renewing his contract. While La Liga has gave the stipulation that Messi can renew his contract and re-sign for Barcelona, as long as by the time the season kicks off, Barcelona reduced the wage bill to the required amount. It's a mess. It's like the wage bill, you know, I've tried reading up on it, it's, it's a mess like I don't know what Barcelona is doing you know world-class business from them and I think Messi should go into contract negotiations you know he has the upper hand of course they need him you know uh, Barcelona need Messi Messi does not need Barcelona he could go to any top team you know Barcelona are in a really struggling position right now with their team and they really do need Messi to resign the captain to lead on the team so I think Messi has the upper hand in contract negotiations and I think he's going to put in a lot of stipulations and apparently he might have to take a wage cut if he is to play for Barcelona so let's see what happens that seems like an interesting thing or will he leave at the end I don't know but as, as far as it stands the club is confident that he will renew his contract so you know that's that you know again congratulations that he won his first international trophy beating Brazil 1-0 in the final so while we're talking about the Liga teams let's talk about the uh, opposite of Barcelona Real Madrid who apparently Carlos Ancelotti is interested in bringing Richardson to the Bernabeu, and I just think, I, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, Richardson is, he's not, a, I'm not going to say he's a horrible player, he's nowhere near that, he's all right, like he's not, he's not Real Madrid level though, I really don't think he's Real Madrid level, you know, I believe Barcelona won him a few years ago for like 70 million, about something around that, uh, about that amount, and Everton denied it, so I mean, I'm really, I really wonder what, uh, Real Madrid are expecting to pay for Richardson now and what Everton are going to expect to pay especially given the pandemic and all the financial situations of clubs and I don't think Real Madrid are in the financial position because they are also in heavy debt debt so I don't think they're in the financial position to go and sign someone for 70 million plus as um, you know Everton rejected last time from Barcelona so I mean I don't know what's going to happen I don't think Richardson is a Real Madrid quality player you know, Real Madrid has some lack of quality in the team right now. You know, there's world-class players in that team, but they're just, they're lacking that, you know, the Ronaldo exit and Hazard with his injuries, they're they're lacking. They really are lacking, and a lot of their players are aging, so they really need to get themselves up, rebuild the team properly. So let's see what happens with that. Carlos Ancelotti, I mean, he snubbed uh, Rodriguez, so let's see what his plans are for Real Madrid. Other than that, let's talk about the one, another huge player who is heavily linked to Real Madrid, Kylian Mbappe, who is apparently refusing to resign for Paris Saint-Germain, and I think that's huge. I mean, because given the current situations of clubs right now and their finances and the pandemic and how 
They can't make the big money transfers that they once were able to. It seems that I don't think clubs can afford to sign Kylian Mbappe, especially right now for like 100 million plus, 150 million plus, you know. So what I think is going to happen is if Mbappe really, really wants to leave, he's just going to run down his contract and get a free transfer to a club like Real Madrid or Liverpool or wherever he ends up going. But I don't think um, clubs can afford to sign Kylian Mbappe for the price that PSG would definitely expect for him. So, you know, and apparently it seems unlikely that he's going to re-sign his contract, which sort of does make sense to me if he is keen to leave PSG. So, you know, I, I think my, my reaction to that is I think he's going to leave and he's not going to re-sign his contract unless PSG whip out like a huge chunk of money. Or if he really is determined to leave, even that money won't sway him. So, And if he does leave, it's either going to be Liverpool or Real Madrid. I don't really see him going to another club, if I'm honest. But, you know, that's it. PSG have also made huge moves in the transfer market this window. Uh, Donnarumma is apparently coming. Uh, Sergio Ramos, um, uh, Ashraf Hakimi. Hakimi is a great signing, by the way. I think he's a complete player, a complete package at, you know, at such a young age. So that's great. But PSG making huge moves and, you know, the other League One teams must be a bit concerned with the quality of players PSG are signing. But, you know, that's that's what it is. And while we're on the topic of, you know, um, PSG, I really think it's going to be a clean run for them in next season in League One because with the quality of players they're signing, it's just it's going to be very hard for these teams to compete in League One if they don't also make super high-quality signings. And all of these clubs don't have the financial situation that PSG have. So it seems like it's going to be tough. You know, It seems like it's really going to be tough. But other than that, let's talk about Giroud. A few small transfers. Giroud to AC Milan for 1 million guaranteed plus 1 million add-ons. I think that's a great deal from AC Milan. I've always said Giroud has still got... You know, he's still got years uh, years in his corner. I think he still has a few great years. And he's still a good player. He's not. It's not that he's, like, ready to go to an MLS team and just retire. You know, I still think he has a lot of quality and a lot to offer. So 2 million, especially being 1 million on add-ons and only 1 million of that is guaranteed. I really think he, you know, it, it's a really, it's a really great, you know, signing for AC Milan. And it's a really cheap signing, too. And also, uh, while we're talking about Serie A clubs, uh, Rui Patricio is apparently set to join Jose Mourinho's Roma. And I think that's, you know, Rui Patricio, I think, has been a good keeper. He's not, you know, he's Portugal's first choice keeper. You know, they don't exactly have anyone else. Rui Patricio, I think, is great. And I think 11 million is a pretty good price to pay for Rui Patricio. And I think it's a good price that Wolves have received, especially considering his age, you know. And I'm 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 really excited to see what Jose Mourinho is building at Roma. So I, I think that and apparently Jaka is also going to be coming to Roma. So I think Roma is going to be a, a you know a competitive team next season. I'm pretty excited to see that. But now let's talk about my club, Manchester United. Apparently they are progressing on a Varane deal. They've they're coming close to me, meeting personal terms, reaching personal terms. They just have to figure out the fee for Real Madrid. And I think, you know, it's going to be a huge blow for Real Madrid if they lose Ferran and Sergio Ramos in the same transfer window. But Ferran is a great signing for United. I've said, it, I've said it before, you know, for the price and everything, all the factors, it seems like a good signing for United. And I hope he does well at the club if he does end up signing. And then, um, speaking of another French player and Manchester United, Paul Pogba, again in the news, uh, you know, apparently PSG now want to make a Marquet signing. And that Marquet signing is going to be Paul Pogba. I think is great, fantastic, and to see him leave Manchester United would be a huge blow for Manchester United. I think he's been good for United, especially this last season, and I don't know who would replace him. I really don't have anyone in mind right now who could potentially replace, you know, um, Paul Pogba. 
it just it seems like whatever but i definitely think united should sell him if he doesn't extend his contract because they could really use that the money that he'd bring into the club and to take off that huge wage off their list you know it would financially make sense playing wise i'd love for pogba to resign but you know it's paul pogba who knows it's it's not confirmed and apparently kamavinga is also talks are progressing there not talks but you know united are moving on it they're progressing on how they want to deal with it but it seems interesting, you know, a lot of small, small signings here, a lot of good players being sold for cheap. And the pandemic has really restructured the transfer market, in my opinion, because, you know, they can't dish out the same expensive fees they once used to. Which brings me to my last topic of today. Harry Kane is apparently going to be staying at Tottenham as they aren't getting the price they want for him. And they need to understand they're not going to get $150 million. I really don't think so, especially given the pandemic and everything going on. I don't think $150 million it's possible for most clubs to play, pay, you know. Maybe Manchester City can come in and sweep in for the 150 million, but I don't think Pep Guardiola is going to go and spend that 150 million on Harry Kane, especially with you know small rumors saying that Grealish is basically completed. You know, they've basically agreed to sign Jack Grealish for 70-ish something million pounds. So you know, I don't think Harry Kane to City seems concrete or even possible right now especially with what daniel levi is asking 150 million impossible you know i think nuno it would be in his best interest to try and sell him you know because it's better to sell a player than to keep a player who's definitely not happy playing at your club you know it just makes sense but let's see what happens there and i guess i'll see you guys in the next episode uh which will probably be the euros final recap is it coming home is it going to rome uh we'll see and i'll talk about it on the next podcast with my co-host So take care.